fantastic weekend. It is LeVac and Gaz. It is Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. And if you are so technically inclined to have an HD radio, 1031-2 is where you can find us. Actually, I hear that's our best signal. I hear we sound the best on that one. It's just me. You, you don't come through. That's terrible. We do sound good on that, though. <laughs> uh, time for the uh, DraftKings Kickstarter. Remember, you can uh, you can always use DraftKings for your wagers. Uh, the Kickstarter 10 quick headlines from the world of football over the weekend. Normally the NFL, but I'm going to start with the college one. I absolutely loved the play and the explanation coming out of the Rutgers versus Ohio State game. Sadly, Ohio State won 35-16 over Rutgers. But the real story for me was this uh, this little wrinkle. This little difference they did to the tush push, uh, your boy Shiano over there. Yeah, he. Uh, so what he did is a fourth and one. Uh, you know, you're playing a more powerful team in Ohio State. You got to take some chances, do some things. Uh, they line up for the tush push. Gavin uh, Wimsett, the quarterback, basically like double snap fumble ruskies it, takes the ball and instead of running forward, drops it on the ground behind him. The running back Kyle M- Mona guy, Mona guy. Yes. I'll go with that. Uh, he picks it up, runs for a 45-yard first down. Love the play. Love the variation of the brotherly shove, the tush push, uh, the the jersey shuffle, I guess, is what we'll call this one. Um, Not the jersey turnpike. That's a dance move from the 2010s. Do it right now, I dare you. It's just twerking. That's all, all it right. is. Uh, but the best part was when Shiana was interviewed about it and asked what, you know, what was that? He called it the, they said, you know, this is the brotherly shove, the tush push. What do you call that? He goes, I call it the bi-week wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Shiano's, like, listen, I weirdest dude on the planet. You and I discussed this a little bit yesterday. You know, he's the kind of guy that uh, the game's over and he's still got guys diving for ankles. This game wasn't 100% over and he just didn't care. He was done with it. He left the field kind of thing. Uh, but the, the bi-week wrinkle, I'm hoping to see a little bit more of that one right there. Great play. It should have been the difference in that Rutgers game. Rutgers is a pass interference targeting bad pass away for potentially pulling off that upset. Yeah, yeah. Ohio, Ohio State probably cheated uh, as well. Score I think. did not reflect a 19-point game. No way. No, 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 it was not. Uh, now, I, I would argue probably the best game of the weekend coming in on uh, number nine of this, but it's, it's just the fact that C.J. Stroud has arrived. The Houston Texans... 39-37, they beat your Buccaneers. That's why I put it a little farther up here. Give me a little time. I between. thought that was edited out. I no, no, no. Was, we got oh. to do it. Oh. C.J. Stroud goes out there. He's 30 for 42, five touchdowns, 470 passing yards. Uh, by the way, he had, some, get this one, zero carries for 10 yards. Explain that. Explain that to me, stat man. If it wasn't such a packed day today. This would have been a rant, an all-time rant by me, because that is one of the worst Buccaneer losses I can truly remember in a long time. Now, I've been spoiled. I said the star guy, Jake, and says, I said, I've been spoiled by Tom Brady as my quarterback over the past few years for my favorite team. So it feels like those wounds and those hits are not as hard. But our guy, Matt Woods, for the Albany Empire. Our guy, Andre and Schenectady. All okay. Chuck- Firebirds now, by the way. Thank you. Previously, the past, I don't know what his role was yet. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Buccaneer fan, you know what I'm talking about. Aaron on Twitter, I saw you. That is devastating because Baker Mayfield did everything he could in that game. White in the backfield. every Mike Evans, the heart he played with. They throw a touchdown with less than two minutes to go. I'm celebrating with the wife and the kids. I'm going nuts. We're starting to make some early dinner. Oh, Gossie Bears ready to pop some champagne. And C.J. Stroud. Here's what's only making me feel better today. 
That is the greatest game ever played by a rookie quarterback in NFL history. Ever. Two uh, two, two, uh, two, two minor uh, minor issues with with the game, if you will. Uh, one, how and again, zero carries, ten yards rushing for 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 Mr. Stroud, but also six plays, seventy five yards, forty seconds to get the go ahead score. Leave six seconds on the clock because they didn't have a kicker. The running back, Dar Agungbale, I think that's close to how you say it. Uh, he was kicking field goals. They didn't even kick the extra point. I was laying two and a half points. It's a bad beat for me. Great game, bad beat. It was, but still, CJ Stroud has arrived. He is now the sixth player in NFL history to record 450 passing yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions in the game. He joins Jared Goff of 2018, Big Ben Roethlisberger 2014, Peyton Manning 2013, 04, your boy, Donovan McNabb. And of course, 1962, why a tittle? That's right. I'm here for CJ Stroud MVP talk as a rookie. I could roll with that. Got to be right top of the list after that, right? Sure. I think he's a top three candidate for sure. And I'll toss one other thing out there. You mentioned the kicker. I think there should be an investigation into the NFL. That was an illegal move. I don't see that often. But Texans should be forced to forfeit the game. That's the only fair thing to do. No, not going to happen. Moving on. Dude, I... If you don't love Josh Dobbs at this point, you don't love football, man. Talk about a guy who has just done whatever needs to be done to be on a roster so far this year. Gets traded to the Cardinals right before the season starts. Goes in there, leads them with some fire, man. Gets them in every game, basically. Just really impresses everyone except for the people who ran the merch shop. He couldn't order his jersey originally for them. I guarantee you can order it now with the Vikings as he steps into the Vikings' backfield because Kirk Cousins done for the year with a with a ruptured Achilles. Jaron Hall, the rookie that they were just kind of hoping would add some flash and everything to the team, he gets knocked out of the game early. The next thing you know, Joshua Dobbs is on the sideline teaching the offensive line his cadence. They are calling all their offensive players with at least 15 seconds left on the clock because O'Connell, the coach, has to tell him what the plays are while the headset still is on, and that turns off 15 seconds before the play, uh, the, the end of the play clock. Josh Dobbs leads the Vikings to a 31-28 victory over the Falcons. And by the way, dude doesn't even know where the bathroom in the stadium is yet. I love our guy, Scott Hansen. He did a tremendous job laying that out on red zone. That is one of the best moments of the NFL season. I put a lot of labels on stuff, but it's all true so far. Good for Dobbs. I hope in 2024 he gets an opportunity to be a starter because he's done everything and beyond everything that Arizona and Minnesota has asked out of him. Awesome win for the Vikings. Kevin O'Connell's got to be in for coach of the year at this point. I mean, I know it's, I know it's not the team isn't the way you expect it, but just the fact that he was able to sit there on the sideline and, and just, hey, Josh, nice to meet you. <laughs> Want to run an offense? Okay, let's go do that. And they like literally, like they looked like they looked like two best friends who had a secret and were laughing the whole game. Like they were having a blast. Good for them. Uh, fantasy football boy. Does this mean that TJ Hawkinson, Jordan uh, Addison, if he comes back, Mister Jefferson, KJ Osborne, if he comes back, are they all fantasy viable now that Josh Dobbs is in purple? Not just fantasy viable. Potentially can win you a championship if your league Ooh. deadline has not hit yet. There, go out and go trade for them. That good. 
The Chiefs made their way to Germany like on Thursday and said, what the heck, let's beat the Dolphins while we're over here. Uh, getting it done 21-14. to 14. Chiefs scored all of their points in the first half, none of their points in the second half. They went 21-14. Some things of note during this game, Travis Kelsey is now the all-time leading receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. A tight end named Travis Kelsey is the all-time leading receiver. He has played in 152 games. Do you know who he surpassed in this game? Ooh. It's the chief all-time leading receiver, Andre Risen? Andre Risen is not even in the top 10. He's a former Falcon anyways. Uh, Tony Gonzalez. You are correct. By one yard, 10,941 yards to uh, 10,940, but also uh, 38 less games. The other names on this list, Otis Taylor, Dwayne Bowe, Tyreek Hill, Henry Marshall, and other names you don't know. So, uh, But congrats to uh, Mr. Taylor Swift for doing that. Also, a uh, quick note, this means that Patrick Mahomes has now won nine straight starts following a loss. He is 15-3 and three after an in-season loss in his career, the best win percentage for a starting quarterback since 1950 with a minimum of 15 games. Very impressive. All-time great stuff. Kansas City, another word, dynasty gets thrown a lot around a lot, and people want championships. This is one of the great runs in the NFL we've seen in recent times, and they're so much fun to watch. You know, uh, I know you never watched the uh, the old Game of Thrones, huh? No, I left that to you. Yeah. All right. Well, the North remembers how to win and kick booty because all four AFC North teams won this week. All four, if the season ended today, would be in the playoffs. The North has remembered that they are the Norse division, and they are coming for you. Right now, if you look at them, the Bengals with the win, 5-3. and three. The Cleveland Browns with the win, 5-3. and three. The Steelers got the win earlier in the week, 5-3. and three. Oh, by the way, the Baltimore Ravens are up above you at 7-2. and two. But this North, uh, how many actually make it, do you believe? Oh, man. I've been thinking about that question all day. Uh, I'm saying two. Two, Two will make it. Just because math will tell me that these guys will play each other enough. If we did a power ranking. God, no, not on a Monday. If we did a power ranking of AFC North teams, they all would be top seven, maybe even top six in the AFC. But that's not how this thing works. They got to get to the postseason. I won't pick them yet, though. All of them impressive, too. Ravens, Bengals. Boy. Ravens, Bengals. Okay. But the Bengals are just completely turned around. Uh, Cleveland's still weird. Don't really know what's going on with Pittsburgh. Um, but I I know Baltimore. Baltimore right now, right now, best team in football. Well, wait till Tuesday to make that claim. There's another team that's sitting above them we might talk about a little later. They play, no? N- n- no, they're the best. No, who, who would you least want to face right now in all of the NFL? Philly. That even, even worse, you would rather face Philly than... than than Baltimore. I love Lamar Jackson. That is my guy. Until he proves it in the postseason, I will say I'll take Philly and a bunch of other teams instead of Baltimore. Just to be clear, if the Ravens get to the postseason, they will win. He's 18-1 and against NFC teams. What's the furthest he's gotten? What's the furthest he... Uh, wait, he's the NFC done. teams? NFC yeah. or AFC? NFC. So if he gets the Super Bowl, oh, he wins. Yeah, yeah. I thought he said a postseason. I'm like, I what? said if. I, there's a lot of... <laughs> it's the season for ifs and buts and candies and nuts. We're going to have a Merry Christmas, my friend. Um... Speaking of the North, moving on to number five, the Buffalo Bills. Nobody chokes like the Buffalo Bills. They go ahead and lose 
yet again to Cincinnati, yet again a game that they they looked right in the beginning like they were going to be in this thing handily. They tried to come back in the end. They don't really get it done. I have seen all the videos of all the mistakes the refs have made. I agree with you. The refs have not had a stellar performance so far this year, but the latest rendition of the loser's prayer is, oh, if only the refs had been better for us. This game really, really, really showed me that Cincinnati's back on the right track. And sadly, there is just there's just too much missing right now from the Bills. Still time to get it right, but some of these injuries on defense, defense looks completely befuddled out there at times. And the offense, uh, without a solid, just like discernible run game that isn't Josh Allen, aka Mr. Hero Ball himself, they are not going to go as far as we originally thought they would. And they've also been cursed, let's be honest. Goss picked them to go to the Super Bowl. And win the whole thing. I've got a lot to say about the Bills and the Bengals. I have a feeling you do, you listening right now as well. Maybe a little later, 518-690-0980 could let us know about the Bills. I've got a lot to say. I want to go back to that point you made about the referees, though. I don't know what algorithm Elon Musk put me in, but I get that all the time on my ex, my Twitter. Bill fan complaining about officials. Knock it off. I don't know if you guys are the worst. I think Elon Musk has just made it seem like that to me. Enough with the official. I have a bunch of other things to decide of that game last night. I agree. The Bills. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, Jason Goff, one of my favorite weathermen in the entire world, just texted me. I missed it earlier. He said, kick the extra point, Texans. You cost me a pool I'm in. Um, (laughs) I think a lot of us feel the same way. All right, uh, number four. We almost had both teams from Texas lead amazing game-winning drives with almost no time on the clock. Dallas not quite there, though. They don't 100% get it done, which is why the Eagles won. I will, I will tell you this. You, you say the Eagles are the, are the scariest overall team in the NFL, the one team you don't want to face if you need a win. I don't know about the team after the 28-23 victory over the Cowboys. I, I, I feel like the Eagles are beatable, but I do know that I'm scared poopless of A.J. Brown. Did you see late in the game, fourth quarter, he is supposed to be running like a fake wide receiver sweep. He runs, <laughs> DeAndre Swift runs his head into A.J. Brown's shoulder and gets knocked out, basically. Fumbles the ball. Like, Cam Chancellor's the last dude I can think of that I watch people run into and get hurt. You know, your <laughs> own team is like, oh, it's okay, it's Cam. And all of a sudden, you're like, break around him like, like a sci-fi cartoon. A.J. Brown is not human. I believe that when the when the authorities in Mexico tried to show us the aliens, they were opening a sarcophagus that held A.J. Brown, but he escaped and made his way to the Eagles game. Uh, again, I think he's one of the few players in history to continue to score a, a gajillion yards per game. A.J. Brown, scarier than anything else in the NFL. I'm with A.J. Brown for the MVP. Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud, Tyree Kill. There's a lot of players that should be in contention this year for the MVP, and A.J. Brown is one of them. He's having an historic start. To 2023 we're about the halfway point look at those numbers compare him how great he has been as for the cowboys in this matchup cliche what football's a game of inches you're about a few inches away from getting in on a touchdown with ferguson the tight end you're about a foot away from dak prescott staying inbounds and out of bounds two yards from cd lamb that's it yeah. you're a few inches and a few plays away from beating philadelphia and having you in the discussion as a division leader and the best team of the nfc Give me more Cowboys and Eagles. What a great game that was. That was a great, great game. Um, Did you see, so when when Dak steps out of bounds going for the two, 
It's because on the other sideline, A.J. Brown was blowing in his direction. <laughs> A.J. Brown is Superman. I, I'm sorry nobody knew this anymore, but he is he is officially the new Superman. Um, number three on the list, and you guys should be grateful I waited this long. So how how bad is Josh McDaniels? How how good is Aiden O'Connell? How how great are the Raiders with real leadership from Antonio Pierce? How difficult is it for me to continue to gush and say nice things over someone whose first name is Antonio after the year I've had? These are all things that people need to think about. And I will tell you, the Giants are not as bad as they appeared in that game. A lot of injuries, a lot of problems. We'll get into that in a second. But are the Raiders for real guys? If the Raiders are on your schedule now and you're looking ahead, are you a little more nervous than you were yesterday? Yes, they're a better team. Does that mean they're in the playoff picture? Does that mean that they could potentially find their way into the postseason? No. How about they, nine wins? They've dug themselves too deep of a hole, unfortunately, already. How, how about already. five more wins? Uh, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but I'll say yes. Good, because if that <laughs> happens, then Mike Corda has to pay for me at uh, Ruth Chris. Otherwise, i got to pay for him, and I, I'm not ready. That's... <laughs> That's expensive. You said you don't think the Giants looked as bad as they may have seemed. I disagree. They actually looked worse. We'll, we'll, that later we'll on. do that in a second. Right. However, I do want to point out something. Well, let's, all right, let's, do, let's do some stats real quick, and then I'll point out the most important thing from that game that I learned. Uh, Raiders defeated the Giants 30-6. Antonio Pierce's first game as an interim head coach. The 24-point win is the largest win immediately following a midseason coaching change since 2015. When Dan, the man, Campbell took over for the Dolphins and they had a 28-point win. Uh, The most important thing I took away from this is Mark Sanchez is so freaking terrible. He makes Chris Collinsworth sound like John Madden being carried into the booth by, by singing angels. Mark Sanchez is maybe the worst color commentator in the entire NFL. He clearly hates the Raiders. He clearly hates the Raiders. And he's just he has this like smugness to him that makes me that makes me want to take the hot dog he was eating on the sideline when he was with the Jets against the Raiders and stick it up his nose. Do me a favor. Tell our engineer Dave how much you can't stand Mark Sanchez. Because no joke, within the span of like 48 hours, he told me how much he likes Mark Sanchez as an analyst, and he did an Antonio Brown joke. Uh, he must just try to stick it to you now. Listen, aren't you? I, I, and then Sunday. Sunday, I did his job for him. Hey, I'll tell you what. You leave breaking down football to me, and I'll leave engineering to you, David. How's that? Control late, alt Dave. No, I'm mad. <laughs> um, back to why I don't think the Giants are as bad as they look. Daniel Jones done for the season. It is confirmed he tore his ACL. Guys, done with the Giants? Ooh. Remember, he has a two-year out. No. So next season would be his – they have an out after next season. So give him rehab time on that ACL, and then he comes back and plays next year? I would lean towards he's actually not done with the Giants. Like, your question is, will he be on the roster in 2024? I would say yes to that. Is he the future quarterback of the Does New York Giants? Does he ever play again for the New York football Giants? I would lean towards yes for now. I would lean towards yes. He might be the starter and then stink, and then the rookie takes over in 2024. You know that – Tommy, don't call me Danny DeVito, Matt Barkley are right now the Giants quarterback room. So in my humble opinion, the only way Daniel Jones ever plays quarterback for the Giants again, because rehab is going to put him, what, week five or six if, if everything goes perfect? 
Probably four, maybe. Well, if it's a nine-month injury, if he's like that, and it could be back in June. I mean, a year long. Usually ACLs should be a year. Ten months in September. He's going to be out for a while. He probably doesn't start the season. Depends on when he gets the surgery right. Which means you're saying Matt Barkley and Tommy DeVito are going to put the Giants in a position where they don't have a very top-flight rookie quarterback, which means you're crazy. Daniel Jones is done with the Giants. I'm sorry, for, I'm sorry everyone. Uh, number one on the list is tonight's game. Jets, Chargers. Uh, we'll give a little bit of that to you, but a lot more of this uh, this this Bills conversation because I think the AFC, the whole AFC has been turned not upside down, but definitely off kilter, if you will. I'm laughing because of my math there. I thought, wow, my first son, I found out my wife was pregnant in November. He was born in June. Nine plus 11 is August, guys. That's not Daniel Jones isn't pregnant. A C four. Thank you. By the way, yeah. and he's just—he isn't. You know, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not no. going to heal that fast. <laughs> I need a C. Who plays first, Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones? Aaron Rodgers, for sure. Right, there you go. That one. I'll right, give like you. That. All right, C four. Uh, yes. It's now been two days since I've had a C four. What? I'm keeping a list now. I feel, like, Good feel. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those like one of those books you like the like a journal you find after a shipwreck. It's now been two days since a sweet taste of victory in C four beverage. I can smell. Has, <laughs> I can smell my sleepiness. <laughs> I was going to say I can smell a midnight cherry, but that was a coconut. C4, get it today. Pick it up. Give you that boost that you need. Maybe you took advice. Daylight savings time happened. Did you do well? Do you have kids? Do you have toddlers? Hopefully you had a C4 and got you through it. However you do it, always taste great. Gives you that boost you need throughout the day. I love me some C4. You know that. Midnight cherry, orange. Um, I really, really do love the ultimate energy. Smart energy is very good. I like the smart energy for the morning before the gym. That's the deal. And then a little later in the day to get through, maybe I'll pop through one of those other ones. So hit Stewart's, hit Speedway. Grab yourself a C4 today. AFC East could be a half game apart coming up after tonight's game. We'll talk about that next. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Generation Axe Throwing salutes the Capital Region's small businesses and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic. Support your small businesses. Generation Axe Throwing, a haven of happiness. Throwing axes at targets. Who knew it could be so much fun? Continuously voted the best axe throwing in Albany. 90 Fuller Road, Albany. 518-712-7070. Theaxeplace.com. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizin Kizumab Rizzi, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Skyrizi, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZZY to learn more. Hi, I'm Tom McGrath, and I'm running for Brunswick Town Supervisor. If you're as sick as I am about the overdevelopment and traffic situation on Hoosick Road, the lack of transparency and representation in town government, then November 7th is your day to vote for change. Tom McGrath, Brunswick Town Supervisor. This is paid for by the committee to elect Tom McGrath for Brunswick Town Supervisor. If you're living with chronic joint pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, I've got exciting news for you. Emmett Smith, all-time rushing leader and Hall of Famer. Now you can get relief from pain without harmful medications and surgery. Call my guys at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics specializes in biologic therapies that can repair and restore damaged tissue. I'm talking about natural pain treatments now available, not just for pro athletes, but to people like you. At QC Kinetics, we're seeing patients every day who suffer from chronic joint pain but who desperately wanted to avoid surgery. We're treating joint pain with biologic therapies, regenerative solutions with long-lasting results. Listen, it's all about getting your life back, playing touch football with kids, walking upstairs pain-free, getting back on a job, and patients at QC Kinetics are raving about the results. QC Kinetics. Call to learn more about restorative treatments that can get you back in the game. Call QC Kinetics, 838-900-3360. That's 838-900-3360. 838-900-3360. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. Let's do a quick uh, state of... Uh, New York football, um, <laughs> two two and seven Giants are toast, right? Like, what's what's the best thing that happens for the Giants this year? The best thing that happened for Giants and Giants fans, the time machine is invented. Doc Brown gets in it, goes back to 2018, yells at Dave Gettleman not to draft Daniel Jones, goes oh. back even further, yells don't draft Saquon Barkley, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson are on the board. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> All right. In my opinion. Well, if you went back and you got him to, to skip Barkley, you shouldn't have to get him to skip Jones. Yes. Save some time machine gas. I don't know how much that costs. It's got to be expensive. <laughs> uh, but for this season, it's 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 the draft. I mean, is there anything you want to get out of this year? you just you just kind of looking to see maybe just develop high at best you can kind of thing? This is going to feel a lot like the last days of Eli Manning and Geno Smith that season where you kind of forget who was on the roster. Our guy, John Schmelk, does a great job with our friends, Quinn and Cantera. Shout out to Quinn, by the way. Hit his parlay this week. I could hit mine as well. So we'll get to that. Uh, look, no. <laughs> Giant fan. I'm trying to give you some faith. About, I got nothing. That was terrible. It was embarrassing. So, bad. G. So, F. So, watch college football. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now we go to the other two teams. If the Jets were to win tonight, they would be a half game out of first place. They would be a, they would be a half game ahead of of the Bills. So 
the because everyone else in the AFC East lost. Dolphins lost the Chiefs in Germany. Bills lost last night to the Bengals. The Patriots lost to the to Sam Howell and the Commanders. Um, if the Jets were to win tonight, they they're legit at that point, right? You have to start looking at them as as a legit chance to take down the AFC East if they were able to win tonight. Here's the biggest compliment I can give the Jets because all season, all summer, I've been looked upon by Jets faithful as the biggest Jet hater out there in 2023. Here's the biggest compliment I can give Jet fans and the team. Why haven't national networks flexed out of their games? Remember when Aaron Rodgers went down and they had just like tons of national games? There's like, oh, get ready, America. We <laughs> stuck watching Zach Wilson and the Jets. Well, the answer is they're good. They're really right. good. Right. The fact that national networks still want Zach Wilson and the Jets on television, even without Aaron Rodgers, shows the difference of what the Jets could have been and what they are right now. So, Jet fan, you have a reason to be excited. I think it's a tough matchup tonight, but that's a great compliment. You can tell your friends who usually maybe rib you a little bit about your Jets, hey, the world thinks we're good because they're not taking off us these primetime games away from us. Who, who finishes the season better, the New York Jets or the Buffalo Bills? Oh, gosh. You're going to hate this answer, but I'm sticking by it. And we can go We can go to the archives. I believe back in August, I said they had the same amount of wins. And the Jets would win the tiebreaker, which currently they have because they beat them. So I would say push, but if you're really going to force me to take one, I would take the Jets. I would say push, though, because I said push in August. You can't say push. You I said in August. But you can't say push. You, you Ten was the number I gave for both preseason. But you also had the Bills making it to the Super Bowl. And if you remember correctly, Bills fans, and this is not about me, but I'm going to make it a little bit about me here. I told you, Bills fans, back in August, that this is how the season was going to go. I told you we're going to hit November, and that schedule is going to be so brutal. And the AFC is going to be so competitive. Right around November, you're going to be talking about whether or not this team's going to make the postseason. The Bills are going to fight and fight. Until week 18. There is not going to be a moment for the rest of the year, Bills fans, where you're going to feel comfortable with this team. You've got talent. You know you're good. But because of how low to the AFC is right now, the Bills are going to fight, claw, any verb you want to use to describe this battle. You have it coming, Buffalo. So, yes, you should be nervous you're going to miss the postseason because of how good the AFC is. And here's the other part about last night's game. The feeling I had, I was embarrassed for the Giants. I think Jets fans should be proud Here's how Bills fans should feel. Sad. Just like really <laughs> sad. Because here's the, I do. Like you should feel sad. Because here's the thing. There's there's injuries on defense. Your linebackers out, your cornerbacks out. You thought you'd be better. Defensive tackles out. So if you had three of those guys, you probably beat Cincinnati. You haven't been better than Cincinnati. Cincinnati is better than you, and it sucks because you're that team that you know you got to beat them. You know you got to beat Kansas City. You can't do it. Like you're not. You thought you had the roster to do it. Hell, if everybody's healthy, maybe you beat Cincy last night. But you're not. So you're not as good as Cincinnati. That's Gabe Davis was nowhere last night. Ken Dorsey's taking heat. Wild Bills fans blaming McDermott. You're just not as good as Cincinnati. That makes me sad because I want them to be better. My guy uh, Benny Wednesday over in the Firebirds office. Diehard Bills fan. So he comes and he goes, listen, this is what's going to happen. The Giants are going to get fed up. They're going to fire Dable. He's going to come back. He's going to fix the offense, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Benny, <laughs> knock it off, Benny. Hot take. Um, 
All right. Here's here's what keeps going through my brain about the New York Jets, right? And this is why I actually, if you just went with the talent on the field, Josh Allen should make all the difference. The Bills should be better than the Jets. But when you go with things that are happening, right, I can't help but wonder what's going on in the Jets' brains, right? Like, what what are we... What are we thinking? Because big story, New York Post, a lot, of, a lot of places grabbed it. No one picked up the phone when the Jets called the Las Vegas Raiders to trade for wide receiver Devontae Adams. Okay, there's, there's two reasons you trade for Devontae Adams if you're the Jets. One is, boy, Aaron Rodgers is going to be so happy when he comes back, and we even got him Devontae Adams. Now he's got, he has two favorite 17s. I don't know if they can both wear 17. I don't know if we can figure that out. Which is forethought, looking down the road, whatever. You got to get better when you can get better. You know, you know, you smell weakness from over there. But I don't, Joe Douglas ain't, doesn't strike me as that dude. He strikes me as the dude who goes, I think we might actually really, really have something right now. And if I had one more monster playmaker, Zach Wilson's going to look good. I think, I think, and this is what I'm saying, they, I think they think. They're in they're in a very good spot right now. One of the top defenses in the league, explosive special teams, a lot of great playmakers on offense, subpar offensive line. Not the offensive line needs help, but Zach Wilson can help them if he keeps getting better. I think the Jets think they're there. Yeah, I feel like you do on this Devontae Adams story too, and how this team is built and this roster is built. A lot of people like to go to the why. First, when they think about a situation like this, like, why didn't the Raiders trade Adams? Why didn't... Why didn't they pick up the phone? Right. But my mind sometimes in these situations goes to the how. Like, how did we find out that story? Because there's either two people who told us. I'm talking the media members, and it became a story. Either the Jets told somebody or the Raiders told somebody. They now, said it was the Jets. Somebody in the Jets' office allegedly spilled the beans. There we go. Because if it was the Raiders, it would have been too late, right? Like, no, no, no. Mark, yeah. I tried trading Devontae Adams. I tried. Look, I saw it on Schefter's Twitter. I, so I don't think it's the Raiders. So, okay, let's – I agree with you. I think the Jets did leak this story. So the Jets said, hey, we called. We tried. I don't know if anybody was there. We tried to get Devontae. So why did they have that happen? It's now because Zach Wilson needs it. Right, because Devontae Adams doesn't play quarterback. Right. And even like – so maybe Zach Wilson needs it. Okay, Maybe. Did they just want to appease Aaron Rodgers? Be like, no, no, Aaron, we tried. Yeah. No, no, we, we called. We, we know you're. We know you're going to be back after Thanksgiving anyway. So here you go. Did we want to fire up Garrett Wilson? Is that like the motivating tactic? Like, hey, we, you're playing okay. But you're not Devontae. Oh, really? I heard you guys want. There's a bunch of reasons why. No, but- I think I think there's one reason why. They think one more weapon puts them over the top. One more weapon makes and 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 I will I will say this. If you watched. Not the not the first quarter. It was actually the second half. The second half of yesterday's game, Raiders Giants. Devontae Adams became Aiden O'Connell's best friend. He would literally like he would like run three steps, turn around, catch the ball. He was he used his frame to be open in ways that he shouldn't have been able to be open. He gave Aiden O'Connell probably six targets that most receivers wouldn't be able to give him. So if I can give Zach Wilson six more great targets well he's going to be better but i'm i'm just saying first thing i thought of when i saw that story oh we called about Devonte adams but they didn't pick up wait 
does he play quarterback? Because that's your weakness. Does he play left guard? Does he play right tackle? Does he what? Why'd you why? Why'd you call? Does he is he gonna donate an Achilles tendon to Elijah Vera Tucker and, and Aaron Rodgers? You call for him because you think you're there. You and on top of it, A Rod is gonna be excited as all get out. He's gonna turn up the dolphin mating sound effects even more and 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 rehab even harder. But the Jets think they're real, and if you think you're real, now it's up to somebody else to prove you're not. We'll find out in 2024 if they decide to pick up the phone again when the Raiders have a new GM. Oh, we ain't going nowhere now, baby. Right, that's the thing. We ain't doing nothing but winning. They hired the new GM first thing. Let's trade that Adams guy, huh? Get him off the team. I think I, I if you watch the sidelines of that game last yesterday, if you told me Antonio Pierce, Max Crosby, and Devontae Adams are the three head coaches of that team, I'd believe you. <laughs> I believe you. They love it. They're having a blast. They're having a blast. Uh, Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets are going to sneak in and be a be a factor right down to the wire on, on the AFC East. I feel like I don't have to ask you this question now, even though you asked me the question. Who do you think finishes the season with more wins, the Jets or the Bills? The Jets believe in themselves after watching last night. The Bills are questioning themselves. If that turns around, I'll change my opinion. The Bills are questioning themselves. They have not played 60 minutes of football yet. I mean, you you look at the game against the Raiders. The Raiders owned that first quarter, and then the Bills came back and, and smashed them. A lot of games this year, they don't play a full game. The Jets are playing full games. They're ugly. They ain't pretty. They ain't gonna, John Facenda ain't going to want to put his voice to them, but, they, but they're playing full game. The Jets believe in themselves, and the Bills don't. This is so stupid. I cannot believe I'm going to do this on the air. You know who the Bills remind me of? Me in 2023. Levac has been saying this to me all the time. Why do I honestly keep questioning myself? Like during the show, someone just left me a nasty voicemail. Tomorrow's election day for our sister station, WGY. It's going to be an interesting few hours. I would say this going back to the traditional radio world. There's been things I'm like, I know how to do this. Bills, you know how to play, right? Just go out there and play, Josh Allen. You know what you, Gabe Davis. You're fantastic. What what happened last night, man? Like defensive, the whole whole thing. D line, you're good. What are you doing? Cincinnati is better, but I love that comparison. That maybe you're in a new spot. Maybe you've done it before. Maybe something has changed. Go back to doing what you're good at. Have a little confidence in yourself. Know what your strengths are. And then you think about it too. Like the Jets, the Jets are basically you know me. When I hit on women, it's not pretty, but it's effective. I get I get conversations. I do. I don't get anything else, but I get conversations. I do. Uh, it's Levan Goss, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty. You want to do that or what? Yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while. Go ahead. We got our guy JP and Glenville on Elevation ten thousand phone lines five one eight six nine zero zero nine eight zero. It's the Elevation ten thousand phone lines. What's up, JP? John Facenda, who? Other than me, would know who John Facenda is. All the, great football fans. The he's, voice of God. Yeah, he's brought up all the time. <laughs> it's a cold and dreary day That's in good. Philadelphia. It's way better. But anyway, <laughs> uh, hey, LeVac, what were you, you mentioned your pets about a week or two ago. Yeah. Or I should say uh, four cases of beer ago for me. What does it, Do the cats have last names? Uh, I, I think that I'm pretty sure they're mine. I think most of them have my last name, yeah. Now my cat has a middle name yeah. and a last name. Yeah, and I've I've named every one I've ever had. Yeah, the middle name comes out when I'm yelling at them. Usually after those cases of beer you mentioned earlier. 
Yeah, cherry wheat. I'm not going to tell you who makes that, but that's my new favorite. <laughs> there was one called uh, uh, a fruit force, but that uh, my wife wanted me to get a divorce after two of them every night. So <laughs> they're too strong. But yesterday was a beer drinker NFL fans dream day. The games that were on, it was almost like somebody in the last week picked out these games and put these situations on because they were wonderful games. I listened to your guys' wagering recommendations. Uh, I, I, I play a little bit, and I found out one thing with, with gambling on football. It changes the way I watch the game. And it also cost me a couple TVs from throwing things at them. <laughs> but it's, it's, too, it's not the same. I mean, I'm a certain team's fan, and I get mad, physically mad at the team if I'm betting on them. So I, I'd rather not bet on my favorite team. Of course, if I ever did, I would be losing anyway because they don't cover, ever. And uh, when you think they're going to cover, you know, when there's six yards to go and they don't cover, that really makes you mad. Yeah. Or if the quarterback steps out of bounds running in for a sure touchdown. <clears throat> I mean, I was trying to think what, what Dak Prescott was thinking of why he did not know that where his foot was. I mean, he's the quarterback. He knew he had to play. And the same thing about that guy that came in and rushed him. It was obvious the guy was coming, and he did not roll to the other side. I mean, it's, it's just very perplexing the last couple minutes of, of Cowboy games, ever since Tony Romo in that Seattle game. They have gone this way almost every year that I can remember after that game a long time ago. And, of course, that was halfway through that the Cowboys weren't doing anything in the playoffs anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we all, and, we, we all get there with our teams. Yeah, you gotta, you got to find that sweet spot when it comes to, to wagering on your favorite teams. Like, I, I, I only do it when it makes the most possible sense. Otherwise, I walk away from it. Because the only thing worse than being sad your team lost is being broke and sad your team lost. That's a good Always good to hear from you, brother. Uh, Shout out to JP, man. Appreciate yeah. him. We needed that. We were going deep into the New York teams. I was getting real self-reflective about life and – JP talked about his cats, and I think I needed that. I'm, I'm shocked he didn't ask the names, um, which I, I'm probably happy he didn't ask the names as well. Uh, coming up, we've got uh, we've got a really good thing that's happened in New York sports, and then a stupid, terrible thing that's happened in all of sports that I hate more and more every time I find something out new about it. Uh, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80. But uh, but first. But first, my friend, let's talk about USX Pest Control. Guys, saved your marriage. Uh, my marriage was fine before USX Pest Control, but I appreciate that. Nobody my... uses the word fine when it really is. Shout out to my guy Frank. He stopped over last week. Everything is good. Plan continues to roll through. We know what our house looks like inside, outside, what's working, what continues to do well. USX Pest Control will set up that game plan for you so your home is safe. Now, maybe you're living in your home for five years, ten years, even more, and you just haven't had it done yet. Now's the time to do it. One call, your home's checked out by the crew over at USX Pest Control, and things go from there. You find out what might be hanging out in your home and didn't even realize it. Now with the colder weather finally here, how's it going to affect your home? If you don't know the answer to that, people he calls our friends over at USX Pest Control. There's something really special about knowing that you got somebody to get rid of the creepies, the crawlies, and the nasties, and that's how, why you go to usxpest.com today. Enjoy the magical sights and sounds of the Holiday Lighted Nights drive through Holiday Light Experience at the Washington County Fairgrounds in Greenwich, New York, November 24th through December 30th. 
amazing holiday light displays. Santa, holiday refreshments including kettle corn, hot cider, hot cocoa, and fudge. Plus, wagon rides, a holiday market for shopping, and more. Remember to bring a can of soup and help support the comfort food community in Greenwich. For tickets and info, visit WashingtonCountyFair.com and click Holiday Lighted Nights. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road at Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four at four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Dell's Black Friday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited-time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at Dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's Dell.com slash deals. LeVac, how about this? You and I are texting our guy Dave right now from Elevation 10,000. That's how much we appreciate our relationship, even when it's on the air, off the air. Dave and the crew over at Elevation 10,000 always doing a great job. They got a very fun week coming up. It's uh, it's always the hardest part for me, and I know Dave will get upset that I even say this, is with all the questions I have for Elevation 10,000, I try to, I try to like, delegate them i tried to move them around the people at elevation because my my instinct because dave and i have been friends for so long is just to go right to dave but he's kind of busy you know he doesn't have time to fix everything but he will try and he actually if anytime i reach out to him he's there for me he takes care of it so i I try to like go to this guy go to that guy whatever i just it's every time i go to elevation 10,000, whether it's because i need new signage i'm trying to come up with a new logo for flock you uh you and i are putting together you know, a merch page, all these things. They're right there for us. They hold our hands through the whole thing. They walk. As a matter of fact, they don't hold our hands because then we'd slow them down. They go <laughs> they go, and they get it done. That's what they do. They uh, Advertising. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to do it where they, they figure out, like, exactly who needs to get your message based on what you're trying to get out there, and they help you do that. It's just, it's just amazing. So grateful for their friendship and their, uh, their, biz, their business acumen. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. It's going to get back to Dave. I said I go to other people in, the, in Elevation before I call him, and he's going to be like, why? 
What's the matter? <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to start with the good thing. Anthony Volpe, rookie shortstop short of the Yankees. Gold glove, baby. Let's go. Woo! Got the gold glove as a rookie short. Good for him. Excited. You know, and, and here's the thing. Like, he's part of the 2020 club. 20 homers, 20 stolen bases. He's, he did he did some good things. Didn't have the season I think I think we all hoped he would have. You know, he had flashes of it offensively. But this is this is the thing. If they start building this team the way they've built teams in the past, he won't always have to be the best bat. He, his defense and his base running and, and everything else will be just as valuable. Ozzie Smith was never a great hitter. But he was an amazing fielder, and you you respected him for it, and the backflip, which was really cool. So I'm hoping that his bat continues to get better. But I'm also hoping that as Yankee fans and as a Yankee organization, we go, hey, that guy keeps playing defense the way he's playing, and he gets on base. We'll let somebody else bring him in. I've got a trivia question for you, Levac. Are you ready okay. for it? Yep. Usually, you're always tossing trivia my way. This is a question. I want to sit for a little bit. It's a little harder or a lot harder than you think it is. That's my one clue I'll give you. Anthony Volpe is just the second American League rookie shortstop to win a gold glove. Do you know the other one? I heard it today. Oh, no. Come on. Um, I love this. All right. So don't answer yet. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or you're just listening, driving around the Capital Region, we'll give you a few more seconds. Like, I would have guessed Alex Rodriguez would have been my guess. I would have guessed Cal Ripken. Now, Ripken started Jeter. Jeter. Yeah. Like, those would have been my three guesses off the top. Yeah. Then you think, like, hey, maybe, I don't know, Ozzy Smith. Yeah. You're Hall just... of Fame infielders or guys who started their career right. stop. Right. And then you realize, you know, hmm, something sounds familiar from not too long ago. Like, it's a whole, because when I, I heard it today and I didn't, I didn't know it when I heard it. But once I heard it, I was like, I remember, like, actually having that conversation with you about that like comparing him to other rookie shortstops so there's a hint for you at some point during the history of levac and Goss, this has happened so it's like at least the last 10 years all right that's that's what we're doing the answer is jeremy pena of the uh houston cheaters the astros that's an so. amazing accomplishment even though jeremy pena may not have the type of name recognition like the other infielders we mentioned there the fact that you can say that you're in that company of few athletes who have ever done this, because when you talk about a rookie winning a gold glove, Nolan Arenado, Brooks Robinson, yeah. some names that pop into my mind of great infielders and gold glove winners throughout their Greg Maddox. Once you start, you would just think whatever you do, hey, this is the level I play at. I'm only going to get better. So if he defensively keeps getting good, why can't he be a five, seven? 10-time gold glove winner. Now his offense is probably the answer to my question. This is a if you get this one right you're cheating. Out of all the American League gold glove winners last year, only one person had won it before last year and had won it multiple times. AL? AL. Yep. Oh gosh, I'm not going to get that. You can't. If you get it you're cheating. DJ LeMahieu had it four times. Everybody else, it was their first time winning the gold glove. Wow, that's a great question. All yeah. right. I literally just saw it while I was, while I was making sure we were right with everything. Um, I'll edit that back on the podcast side to make it seem like I got it right. Th- do it. Yeah, absolutely. I would, 100%. Whoa! Whoa! I, I told you I knew LeMahieu. <laughs> that's scary. I don't even know how you did that. Um, the in-season tournament for the NBA is the worst thing that's ever been done ever. Oh. 
It's it is the is the greatest affront in the history of sports to fans everywhere. Did you know they play regular season games in between the tournament games? What? So like when the Knicks play the Clippers, it's not it's not a tournament game. The tournament games are like on Fridays. So they're they're playing regular season games in between the tournament games. The non-tournament games during the tournament. That is more confusing than I ever realized. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. If you want to do this right, it's the season starter. It's the first three weeks. Everybody play the first three weeks. Uh, juggle the schedule accordingly. I don't care. Do what you got to do. It's your schedule. And then get it done with. Move on. But otherwise, if this is so terribly put together. If this comes back ever again, it's just proof that the NBA hates you. I also didn't like it, but I did hear a take that is changing my opinion a little bit. And it's very timely, this take, because it happens tonight. How come here in November, no one has this take about the Maui Invitational? Like, no one gets worked up in college backs about but some random Christmas tournament or some Thanksgiving tournament in, like, the Bahamas. Like, college basketball does this all the time. They have in-season tournaments. Yeah, but nobody leaves Maui, goes and plays a regular season game against, you know, Kentucky. And it goes back. Nobody does that. Right. Like, I get tournaments in this season if you're playing for something. And this is even more than something, a half a million dollars. Maybe I have to get used to it. Or maybe just because it works in college doesn't mean it's going to work in the pros. They're pro athletes. They have the championship they're playing for. It's a huge deal if Shamanad pulls off an upset in the Maui Invitational. Like, that can be their season. It's a big deal in November when a team gets a national stage. And that might be the closest they get to March Madness or an athlete gets that. But it feels weird. Maybe it's just the courts. The courts are actually more than I thought they'd be. We, you and I had fun with that on Friday. Like, get ready for these funny-looking courts. I had to turn it off. I'm like, am I becoming colorblind? Is this like the color rush games? It hasn't had the impact that I had thought it would, but it made me think it's a little differently. It's not thought out well. No. It's, it's, it's like they, got a, they just went out and got on a drunken bender and went, you know what would be great, too? Uh, we'll just do this on Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay. Okay. So, I, what do you, what do you, so what do we do the rest of the week? You play your regular games. So during the tournament, yep, you're gonna play a, a part of your regular schedule, but it doesn't count towards the tournament. Yep. Okay. Okay. What do you, like? How does this? Does it give you an advantage at the end of the year? Nope. Are we gonna play less games? Nope. More games? Nope. So what are we doing different? Tuesdays and Fridays are tournament games. Okay. Just say you want to beat Shark Tank in the ratings. Just say it. Just say you want to beat SmackDown. I mean, if you're putting it on Fridays, do we need any more evidence that this is just for our TV deal? Just say Honestly, at this point, I'm not even mad. No, but and again, even if you did, like the Maui Invitational, those are always like in the beginning of the season. You know, do it. If you really got to do this, the first 10 games each team plays is part of the tournament. But here's the thing. Once you break down into who's not playing anymore, teams have to like wait to resume their season. It's just a stupid idea. It's just dumb. Like it's just, like we want to be soccer. Said no one ever. Like hockey laughs at soccer, and we barely get hockey some days. Like pickleball laughs at soccer. Why are you trying to be soccer? And I know there's. I'm sorry for all three of you who are upset right now. In the, especially the two that are over the age of 10. Like, it's, soccer is stupid until the World Cup. 
You have a World Cup basketball. You have it. You don't need to put it into your season. Stupid. Let me tell you about my friends at Mohawk Honda. They're Mohawk smart. Honda is going to help you this fall find a new ride. It's November. We are one month away from Christmas. Get excited. 2024 Woo-hoo! is not too far away. How are you going to get the new year started right? Maybe it's getting yourself in a new ride. Maybe that's the big gift for her. Maybe for you. Maybe you've been saving up. Maybe you've got the teenager. I'm just listening to shows that they're freaking out about teaching their kid how to drive. Get a vehicle that's safe if maybe that birthday is coming for a 16 or 17-year-old, whatever it might be. Mohawk Honda wants to help you find that safe vehicle. I love my pilot. I'm driving around the capital region. See, I, got- I think I think you got this wrong. Uh-oh. They're safe, but those new pilots are sexy. Those are good-looking rides. Those are good-looking rides. You need to go make a trade. I think you got to make the trade. Actually, don't, because you'll never get to drive it. Your wife will never let you have it back. I've got the calendar up at the house now of how many weekends here coming up in November, December. We're driving back to central New York for family events and reunions and holidays. Have a vehicle that you trust and your kids won't yell and scream. Maybe that doesn't matter. It's going to happen anyways. But at least they'll be enjoying themselves. <laughs> Parenting's awesome. Yeah, it's the greatest thing. They also bring us the top four for Mohawk Honda. And it's coming up next, Levesque. Oh, right here on Fox Sports Radio on 95.9 and 980. Yes. Woo, do it. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get money. That's money. Enter it now at FoxSports980.com. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. Brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you guys. What is story number four? Even though you and I just trashed the in-season tournament, we'll still give love to the NBA. Slated Mm. games tonight, including the Knicks taking on the LA Clippers. Not in the tournament. Not in the tournament. Warriors and Pistons, Spurs and Pacers, Sixers and Wizards, and the Brooklyn Nets will be hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. Not in the tournament. Not in the tournament. Kevin Herter, Kings taking on the Houston Rockets tonight if you're interested in that matchup as well. Celtics and Timberwolves. And the nightcap features the Pelicans and the Nuggets. Hmm. All of which are not in the tournament. Um, does that mean what they mean less? Because if I win these games, I don't get $500,000. So I just don't play in these ones, right? I skip these. Could you imagine if that... I was thinking about like school sometimes. Like, hey, we're having a test on Friday. Uh, teacher... Does that mean I don't have to come to class for the four days? Right. Like, that's not how that's supposed to work. No. But it's, your it's theory bad. out loud does make some sort of sense. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, we're going to give you your midterms. It's the first day of school. Yeah, I know. It's weird where we were going to do it. Um, but don't worry. It's only saying tomorrow. The rest of the week, you don't have them. Uh, I, listen, I, I want I want to get into this season. It feels so disjointed because of the inter- in-season tournament. So it's, like, difficult for me. Like, tonight versus the Clippers – that should be a lot of fun for me as a Knicks fan. Kind of get, you know, measure where they really are as a team with all those superstars on the court. But I just, I'm so, I'm so disgusted with the in-season tournament. I may have to wait until it's over to watch basketball. Knicks fans, tonight's probably not going to be a game at the end of the season you're going to remember. Maybe on the slate of 82, this one might rank 82. You don't know how much I drink. What? Oh, sorry. But I'll give you Wednesday. will be far more exciting. When the big Frenchman comes to town, when Victor Webignana has his Madison Square Garden debut on Wednesday night. Is that in the tournament? No. I, I don't think so. No, it's not. It's not in the tournament. Let's move on here to more basketball talk. It's story number three. It is the official tip-off 
of college basketball <laughs> season. We've got Syracuse tipping off on our sister station, WGY. That tip-off is set for 7 o'clock tonight. Pre-game coverage will get underway at 6 o'clock. It's the debut of the Syracuse Orange without the Hall of Famer Jim Beheim on the sidelines. First time in, let's just make it like 50 years. Out loud, that sounds like a joke. It's really not. They host New Hampshire tonight in the Dome. Also get ready, Siena basketball returns. Coach Carmen, his squad, Siena I know they're into hip-hop now and everything else. Sienna takes on Holy Cross. So Coach Carr and his squad looking to see what they can do this upcoming season, maybe find their way back at the NCAA tournament, get knocked off in Mac tournament play recently. And tomorrow, the Great Danes of UAlbany, they will tip off. They're going to take on UMass. College hoops already back. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you this question. Hold on. I wanna, yeah, sure. Every time I hear Holy Cross, I want to do like, Holy Cross! Like, I just want to, like, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm upset or weirded out by something. Holy Cross, guys! What was in there with you? A great like way to swear, but it's not a swear word. Yeah, you know. Holy cross! <laughs> college hoops is in a weird spot because you got the transfer portal. You have guys who are really good not playing in college anymore. You've got the NIL. You've got so much movement. It's becoming a very. I've said this take since COVID, and it has not changed. It's actually gotten worse since COVID. The yeah. last three years of college has been a very hard sport to follow because days like today, you're like, who's on the team? Wait, he left. Who's this yeah. kid? Who's it? Who's this freshman? That's how every college hoops fans feels. Probably maybe until February now. It used to be like December, but some things to get excited about for sure. For well, the it's already the squads. one and dones and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, it does. It is. It's very difficult to, um, not like a, a build a rapport with teams. Like, like I remember uh, Fab Five, all that stuff. Like I remember watching my team play and being ready for the like Jimmy King's coming back. All this, you know what I mean? Like. All of it. Now, yeah, I don't. I won't know who's on any of these teams until the end of the end season. Oh wait, different game. Um, <laughs> I, it's going to take me a while to figure out what teams I actually enjoy watching because I don't know any of them. I, I don't know them. I hope in the capital region it's a fun year for college basketball because in 2023 the NCAA tournament came to the capital region. Andre Jackson and UConn they win it all. Bill Murray was here. Bill Murray was here. It was a great year on a national stage for the local 518 hopefully maybe some non-college hoops fans or younger college hoops fans follow the sport we get a lot of cool calls and tweets about college hoops this year should be a really good, good start to good the luck season. to my roommates the Siena saints and, and of course also the great danes both of them but you know i have to share an arena with one of them so i thought you were gonna yell at holy cross again holy cross now you moved to the mic i just backed off of my story number two here <laughs> we thought craig council was gonna be the next manager of the New York Mets. Spoiler alert, he's not. Holy Craig Council! Craig Council is going to the Chicago Cubs to be their next manager. What? So what are the New York Mets going to do? Well, we've got Cry. news. The New York Mets are hiring Carlos Mendoza as the team's new manager. Hmm. Mendoza, 43 years old, comes to Queens after 15 years in the New York Yankees organization. The Low ball, minors in 2011-2012. Bench coach for Aaron Boone. So, multiple times, Mendoza's interviewed for jobs over the past few seasons. Detroit, Boston, Chicago. Finally, he lands his gig here for the Mets. I just want to do this one more time, Mets fan. I feel like I'm... Holy cross! Our guy, Zach, who loves his New York Mets. Let's remember, Buck Walter, Luis Rojas, Mickey Calloway, all fired after two seasons apiece. I forgot Luis Rojas was even in there. 
Like, there was so much hype around Rojas, and he was out so fast. Mickey Calloway and his interesting techniques. I'm rooting for Mendoza, but I got to admit, Mendoza's name, whatever the sexy level is on managerial searches, this is the least sexy hire of the last four. Maybe I'm wrong, Levesque. You're a Yankee fan. Maybe you are more of a Mendoza fan than I am. Uh... I, uh, I, I, it's, no, I don't really know a lot about, about Mr. Mendoza. I, I, I'm aware of his existence. I know he's been a part of the Yankees organization for a long time, but let's be, let's be real. A lot of times it's not the sexy hire that becomes the great manager, especially in a situation like this, where the Mets are going to have superstars. Like if you're a manager with an ego, you're about, you're probably in the wrong place. Joe Torre was perfect for the Yankees. I, he knew how to massage egos. He was a star in his own way, but they all got to be their stars. I I would tell you that I'm I was completely underwhelmed when they announced Joe Torre was the new manager of the Yankees. I was I was like, what the hell are we gonna do with this guy? Was you know uh, uh, Uncle Pete over here is gonna be the new like whatever? It didn't it didn't mean anything to me. Those are the guys that usually pan out. So. Mendoza, he's going to come in. He, I think he was, I think he managed like golf league for a while. Like he's going to come in here and just be like, oh, it's about baseball, guys. Let's focus on baseball. And if you got to be, Pete Alonso, you got to be a star. That's fine. Be a star. Play baseball, but be a star. It could be a very, very good hire. This could work out very well. He's slightly less dorky looking than Craig Council. I was going to ask Met fan, are you excited about the hire? But I feel like you just answered that. Like, should I be excited about higher guys? Because if I say yes, I feel like that's the wrong answer for the question you're asking me. Just like Levac laid out, I'm going to say I don't know, and I'll oh figure it out later. Because I think most Mets fans will feel that way. Yes. And let's not forget, the Mendoza line is like 200, batting yeah. 200. So like the post is already like Levac does a lot for the bats. <laughs> you know, it's going it's to be on the front page tomorrow. They're right? going to be so proud of that one. Yeah. That headline hits. <laughs> Hopefully they'll be above the Mendoza line this year. <laughs> you can feel the boogers coming out of the sports oh, newspaper writers. Holy boogers! Somewhere Ken shots like I'm going to nail this one. I'm I sorry, Ken, catching a stray. No one's ever thought of this before. And then I said it on the air. He's like, backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> <laughs> Ken's just out here trying to celebrate the Eagles. He's like, what, what, what did I do wrong? Send me a schedule, guys. Eagles Mendoza line. Backspace, 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 backspace. Story number one. It's the L.A. Chargers taking on the New York Jets tonight, wrapping up week nine of NFL action. Back, you and I have some strong takes about this game. One more time, I think we should do it maybe a little later later in the show here. What, for the Jets-Chargers? Yeah. Listen, I just, I feel bad. I feel bad. You have children's. And all I do is just, well, you keep offering me tribute for my greatness, and all I do is take it. But it, some someone has to teach you a lesson. Your wife told you not to make a wager with me on this one because you That's don't true. win. I'm breathing a lot of positivity tonight because I want to see Syracuse do well post Bayheim. They're going to play. What I'm going to be more confused by tonight, the Chargers, me rooting for the Chargers, which truly I feel very indifferent about the franchise. There's just some teams who follow. You're like, Yo, you're, right. no, you're a Justin Herbert fan. I'm a Herbert fan. That is for sure. I'm going to watch Syracuse basketball play man-to-man defense and be rooting for the Chargers on a Monday night. <laughs> I'm in a weird world right now, but that's what my Monday night's How about. many different Madden franchises have you traded Justin Herbert to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in? 
I gotta get a PS5. <laughs> Herbert's not even. My games are so old now. Herbert might have been in elementary school when I was playing them. Probably was. Probably was. He's, oh man, I, it's I, there's something about this game tonight. And yeah, we'll get into it a little bit deeper. It's just, it, I think, I think that we are all way too close to the Jets. Like we are so close. It's like, oh, look at those blemishes. They look terrible. Where like, if you were looking from just a little farther back, little Snapchat filter, oh, that could be a championship team. You go. Holy Wilson, and you're, you're in. Where I just I look at that Chargers team; they are flawed. Are they doing the Manning cast tonight? Because Aaron Rodgers would seem like an easy guess know. for the Manning cast. No, you can't do that. You can't have too that. much jealousy. Too Pat much. McAfee? Too much weird quarterback in the room. Just weird. Just a lot of weird there. Well, if you don't want to feel weird, maybe it's time to talk to your girlfriend and say, "I'm willing to listen to what you have to tell me now." And that's go and get me a piece of jewelry that I absolutely love. It Lily and David Fine Jewelers, guys. I know some people who are in those relationships. <laughs> sorry, that, what? Sorry, I know that I, person. I just envisioned you like you get down on one knee. I'm willing to listen to you now. Do <laughs> like, like, that's not what she's hoping to hear. Hey, engagement. You know what? Shout out to our guy, Darren. Darren got engaged over the weekend. Shout out to Darren and Tess. They're happily engaged. I wasn't supposed to say anything about that. I don't even know if Alyssa knows. I don't even know if David knows. He was supposed to be in there at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I don't even know if he kept that away for... Anyways, Darren, take our advice. Shout out to you and Tess. (laughs) Two for one wedding band sale. I don't know how secret this is. It's not now. It's not anymore. It's not. The the proverbial cat is out of the bag. Hopefully he told his family. I just said it live and... Lily and David Feinjulers will keep your secret if you're going to get engaged and tell your family later on, hopefully not on the radio. Well, uh, the plus side is, is yeah. they'll give you advice and she'll say yes. So even no matter how anybody finds out, it'll be the good news when they, they don't walk up to you. If you use Gaza's advice, they're going to go, oh my God, you proposed? Yeah, she said no, apparently saying I'm willing to listen to you now and and put this ring on you and, and, and suffer through life with you. Uh, wasn't wasn't the what she was hoping to hear after from her days of a child waiting to be carried off by Prince Charming. Lillian David has stayed committed to me, even though when I had gone to Lillian Thank David Fine Jewelers, I proposed wonderful ring. I announced my proposal to my wife wearing a Hakeem Work basketball jersey and a bucket hat. So Alyssa, Alyssa's somewhere like she's just got pictures of that. She's like, this is no, this is no, this is no. But she said yes. And she circles your wife. This is yes. You need more of her, less of this, and a lot of these rings over here. And you're thinking about the holidays coming For up. Any think, budget. Think of all of this. Yes. Stop it at Lily and David. Tell me you heard about Levangas talking about this on Fox Sports 95. Oh, engagement ring. Listen, I'm willing to listen Wendy's to you. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small season. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Today has been a journey for me. You know, it's been a, let's make this all about me, shall we? Um, I had a lot of, a lot of my friends who happened to be Giants fans last night reaching out to me during the game. And it was almost like they were being joy thieves. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Because if if I was the Chiefs fan, maybe the Bucks have, have won recently. Like, there's a lot of teams that have had a lot of success lately. Uh, and then I would be okay with, like, hey, man, you know, this sucks. You're, you're kicking the heck out of our team. I haven't had nearly the success recently 
that the Giants have had over the last 20 years. You know, 07, 11, you guys won. We 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 got our heinies kicked back in, you know, 2000-something. Uh, it, it doesn't. It, did, it wasn't right, okay? I was I was basking. I didn't make sure. I didn't even go out. I didn't call any of my friends. I didn't I didn't call Lindsay, the Giants fan, who has a Giants tattoo. Her dad and her have matching Giants tattoos. Unpack that one in therapy, won't you? Um, I didn't call her. She texted me about how how terrible it was. Uh, Uncle Mike, who who has you know personalized Giants license plates. I didn't reach out to him and go, "Hi, your team sucks." I didn't reach out to Christian from Elevation 10,000. I didn't reach out. I didn't start it with anyone. But everyone's just piling on me because the Raiders are finally playing good football. For the first time in a very, very long time, it was it was fun to be a Raiders fan. And everybody's just in there just just wearing the, the black mask and the, the white and black shirt, just creeping in with a sack and just stealing the joy. Just stealing the joy. You and I were texting during this game, and you said something along the lines of, this feels like the real Raider team for you. Probably was a weird game to watch because it felt like, where has this team been? These are the yeah. same guys. Yeah. If anything, they're dealing with injuries, not right. guys who are getting Divine healthy. Divine Diablo is not out there. He's the he's the kind of the quarterback of the defense. The offensive line is a little banged up. I mean, obviously, the Giants are extremely banged up, and this is not an accurate representation of the Giants team. I, I, I get that. And that's why I didn't like... <laughs> You know, go after everybody. Um, but yeah, it was it was and it you know what I looked at this giant this Raiders team going into the season the way I looked at the Yankees team two years ago. When everybody was crushing the team, and I'm like, guys, they're pretty talented. I think that's a good team. And everybody went, nah, you're stupid. And I was like, no, nah, I don't not this maybe not this time. And they looked really, really good. Then they didn't change anything, the league surpasses and whatever. This year I'm like, God, this everybody's trying to tell me this is a bad team, but we went into the year with, you know, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, and, and, and Tyree Wilson. Like we had three legit defensive ends. Rookie didn't know what the one was going to be. Didn't know Chandler Jones was going to go crazy. You know, we had some big eaters in the middle. The offensive line's pretty solid. Josh Jacobs is back. I, you know, Devontae Williams. Will Devontae Adams? I don't even know. I can't even talk. I'm so upset. Devontae Adams is, you know, arguably the best wide receiver in the game. I was. I felt good. Got the kid out of Notre Dame playing tight end, Michael Mayer. I was, like, I was like, you know what? I think if Josh McDaniels knows how to run an offense the way he allegedly does, we should be okay. Clearly, that's not the thing. Aiden O'Connell goes off in the preseason. I'm like, this isn't Nate Peterman 2.0. This kid's going to be good. Eh, nothing. Nothing. And then, then we find out. Then we find out the drama. Like, if you had, you, and, and you become the person here at Goss because you're dumb enough to keep taking titles. And, and putting yourself in Tommy corporate shoes. <laughs> if you had a meeting, a no holds barred meeting, and everybody just ripped into you, I mean, it you it would ruin you. You wouldn't know what to do. I would be sad. Well, you would never let it get to that point either. But uh, clearly, Josh McDaniels let it get to that point because he had that meeting, and during that meeting, they said it was so bad. Players and coaches, the AP reports, players and coaches came after McDaniel so bad in that meeting that he was like, he was he was dumbstruck for the last week's game, which, I mean, arguably, have they been mean to him all season would probably be a question you'd have to ask next. And I was like, wow, that, that, that would be terrible. I would feel bad about that. But also, you know, read the room. Know what you're dealing with. Then he goes, allegedly goes to... 
goes to Antonio Pierce and says, hey, can you go speak on my behalf? Can you fire these guys up? So obviously he even knows that these players want Antonio Pierce to be there. They, they, they have a better bond with him than they do with McDaniel. Leader of men. Correct. And Antonio Pierce allegedly tells the story about, I was in the room, that's why I keep saying allegedly. Um, you know, you got to have an identity. If you go back to 2007, Patriots had Brady and Randy Moss and all this, and but we had an identity, like a bleep them identity, and we and that's how we beat them in the Super Bowl. And the guys were kind of fired up, and they liked the message. And then reports are McDaniel's pulls Antonio Pierce aside and says, "Don't ever talk about the Patriots like that again." What no team are you way, on? Really? Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like. What team are you on, buddy? Like, you're, you're silver and black now. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And you're still a Patriot mentally. You're still mentally a Patriot. You asked one of your underlings to, to rally the troops for you because you weren't having any success doing it. He does it, and you don't like the way he did it. It's, he, this, this is the way the Raiders should have been playing all year. If the Giants were anywhere close to healthy, I still feel like the Raiders win, but I feel like they win, you know, by a touchdown, you know, not not by 24, that kind of stuff. But I think they would have won anyway. Now my fear becomes, before we pivot over to the Giants, my fear becomes watching that celebration after that game. I do hope they know that even though you won a game in Las Vegas, it wasn't February in Las Vegas. <laughs> and you're going to need to strap them on and go back out there again Sunday night against the Jets. So I'm just I'm just hoping in the middle of the cigars and everything I just I literally uh before the show started saw Max Crosby on um PMS Pat McAfee show and he still doesn't have a shirt on. <laughs> I just I just hope they know there's there's a couple more games coming. You might want to you might want to might want to find out whatever, you know, magic juice you drank and get it again. That is how the Raiders are supposed to win. Good running attack, quarterback not blowing the game, playmaker on the outside, aggressive pass, rushing defensive lineman, and then a coach that fires. Yep, that's a good formula, it looks like, for the Raiders. And the, and the, the plays that were called for offense? Bo Hargity? I, that was fun. He was still going after the Giants when it was the game was over. Yeah. And he's looking at Aiden O'Connell going, AOC, say Purdue no more. Can you do it? Oh, well. <laughs> By the way, AOC, grow the full thing or shave the mustache. One or the other, please. Todd. I believe in that kid. I believe in that kid. When you were talking to our friend Lindsay and Uncle Mike and other Giant fans, for the ones you can actually share on radio and on podcasts, do they use any type of adjectives to describe the Giants play? Because there was a word I was using Friday. I brought it back up again on Sunday. I'm curious if they use that word. Or you remember the word that it was going to be talked about today. They are what? Levac is actually um, checking I'm his actually, That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going back to the. Um, I well, how about really depressing? Okay. Um. Terrible bleeping defense. There it is. Brutal. Okay. Um. I have one for you. I'm curious if anyone sends this to you. The word embarrassing. Because that's how the New York Giant fan base should feel today. That's how the Giant players should feel today. That's how ownership should feel today. Embarrassed. As good as your Raiders played, and we'll give them the credit, we'll give them the flowers, all that stuff. That game was over five minutes into the game. You yeah. were watching it. I was watching. It was so done. Well, when Daniel Jones couldn't get away from Max Crosby the first time, something was wrong. You didn't know how wrong it was. 
And then the second time, Koontz gets the sack. But literally, Koontz just happened to be the guy that when Daniel Jones' knee just, uh, you know, collapses underneath him, he's he gets to play tag. You know, he played Duck, Duck, Goose, and he got a, a sack for that one. We can talk about that. that I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll be talking about the Daniel Jones injury from now until April. So I'm not even rushing that conversation yet, but we can have the conversation. But that game was over. I don't care if Daniel Jones is quarterbacking or not. He's not a 25-point, 24-point difference in this game. The Raiders dominated across the board everything. And look, it'd be easy for us to come on today if Daniel Jones is healthy and blame Daniel Jones and coaching and the running. Everything was terrible for the Giants. Lebec, I don't know how they're going to get better. Like, what is going to happen for the Giants? Tommy DeVito. It was funny two Danny, weeks ago. Danny DeVito, please. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, me saying I wanted him to play because he played at Syracuse before transferring to Illinois. I thought that was funny. He's not a quarterback in the NFL. I think that's pretty obvious. Matt Barkley got signed to their practice squad. I think Barkley was just hanging out with his wife, enjoying life. They needed Matt Barkley because now they're down to a third-string quarterback and a guy off the street. So the wide receivers, we've said it since September and August, get high at the football. They just can't do it. They can't get in the – they don't have any playmakers besides Saquon Barkley. Also, they can't block or now play defense. It's across the board embarrassing. Well, And and I will say – the defense was there, but as you as you mentioned, the Raiders did what they were supposed to do. They 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 bludgeoned you with Josh Jacobs, and Aiden O'Connell made really good reads. Yeah, I, it was a. If you watch the way Jimmy Garoppolo ran that line, not not the huddle at the line, and the way Aiden O'Connell did, and didn't know like take the numbers off, take. And I asked you which one, which one's the seasoned veteran, which one's the the kid who has who's, who last time he stepped on the football field, Khalil Mack beat him into submission. It, you're gonna have a hard time picking it out because he was calling out who was going where. He was reading it. I was. It was impressive. So that I, I don't want to crush the defense. They also were out there a lot for the Giants. The offense was bad. The offense was very very bad. But again, you lost Daniel Jones right off the rip. You don't have an offensive line. Um, DeVito is, he is what he is. He's, a, he's an emergency quarterback. Matt Barkley's your dude this year. So I guess, I guess Giants fan, the good news is you're going to draft a new quarterback this year. Because, no doubt. No doubt. Because I don't think Matt Barkley's going to be, I mean, Matt Barkley could have like one really good game. He, historically speaking, he's been known to go out there and sling it like once a year. He's like Santa, you know, he, he delivers once a year. Um, but I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna put you on the road to a mid-level draft pick. You're gonna be a top five pick. Giant fans are not gonna find this funny. So sorry, but 31 other fan bases are. Is Matt Barkley just not as worse as Tommy DeVito? You know, like better. Matt Barkley. The difference between Tommy DeVito and Matt Barkley is Tommy DeVito. You need to explain the NFL to him 101 style, where Matt Barkley at least is aware of what the NFL is. That's the big difference. That's it. I mean, DeVito's a rookie that struggles. It's not seven on seven. It's not spring football. He's struggling. He's an undrafted rookie. They're not going to win any games with him. He's not very good. Hell, he, this is an example of a guy who probably could have benefited from sitting on the bench and learning offenses, getting more reps and play. Or he wasn't that good. But he's, look, it's not Tommy DeVito. It's the whole thing. The Raiders pounded the Giants. The Giants are going to get pounded week after week unless something gets figured out fast. And it's not Matt Barkley's the answer. You're not going to make a trade. The answer is the future is 2024. But can we just – it's not Brian Dable's fault. No. I don't think, No, right? no, no. I think you leave – you let you let Joe Shane, you let Brian Dable do their job. 
You let them go build the rest of this team this year. You this and literally the rest of this season, you find out who belongs for next year. You know, and and if Kafka and Wink Martindale want to come back, you bring them back. You bring as much of that coaching staff back as you can because they overachieved last year. This year, reality came with a baseball bat and said, hey, Saquon Barkley's hurt. Oh, hey, by the way, Barkley's back. Jones is hurt. Oh, hey, your offensive line is banged up. Oh, like it's you got your coaching staff. Leave that alone. Leave it alone. Just don't touch it. Now go get, you know, see if Cable Caleb Williams is done crying in the stands or, or whoever else and go get your guy. Because even if you did want Daniel Jones, ACL, it's gone. You know, unless unless he's rehabbing with Aaron Rodgers, you're not seeing him until midseason next year anyway. There are some giant fans who are about to do this. This is your last day you get to do this. I thought you were all gone, but just like one of those animals at the zoo, you're about to pop your head up like the meerkat. I love watching meerkats. My son's like the meerkats because <laughs> jump out and scare. I hear you. Go ahead, stick your head up and say it. This is Dave Gettleman's fault. No, you get that's the last time you get to blame Gettleman. Yes, there are some bad contracts still in the I books. Would, but, but honestly, let them blame Gettleman yes. over Joe Shane and, and uh, Dable there that's because exa- they need those guys. That's exactly right because Gettleman, that's Daniel Jones' guy. There's a few guys he drafted. You can, ha- you can go back further in time of some drafts. There's some good ones in there too. But really, when you look at the roster and the fool's goal, I like that comparison here because they were so good last season against bad opponents and now good opponents. They're nowhere close. They got to throw some things out. They thought maybe it could work with some of Gettleman's guys. They couldn't. So you can blame him if you want, because I don't want to blame the head coach who was the best coach in football. He didn't forget football in nine months. I'm not going to blame Saquon Barkley. He got hurt. I'm not going to blame the defense. They just don't have the players that can compete with the Cowboys, the Eagles, and they're not very good. And they are embarrassed because they thought they got it right, which is even that one hurts even more. When you think you're doing the right thing, I'm glad some days I'm not in the dating field anymore. Because I can only imagine. When were you ever in the dating field? I'm glad. I was. How dare you? In high school, I was out there. What? Fifteen year reunions coming up. You used to, you you met your you met your girlfriend in like grade school, didn't you? Yeah, no, the point maybe, but the point is the point <laughs> that I'm trying to make here. Don't is, you? That's well, that is our struggle, sir. You don't. You take your Dawson's Creek love affair and you get out of here. I assume this is what happens All in right, dating. That's better, that you feel like you're nailing it. Like you feel like you're crushing the game. You're spitting game to her. And then she's mocking you by showing it to your friends. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this guy. We're showing it to her friends. Look at that. That's I what it. I feel like's the Giants. I Come on, that was the comparison, right? It, it was it wasn't bad. I, yeah. I had that some of my better relationships that was happening and I wouldn't like and it would just it would come up in the weirdest times. Like one of her friends wouldn't be able to help themselves. They would say something that I had said. And then I'd be like, you. And they'd be like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, we're mad because you say nice things. And I'm like, what are you mad about? And then they point to their boyfriend. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to be a good boyfriend. Like, I can confidently to, say yeah. I don't know what that is. All right. right. I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what even you're talking about. I don't even about, know. No, I would like write something nice or whatever. <laughs> and then the other, the one thing, I'll tell you this. This is one thing that will get you in trouble in modern dating. If you go out with a bunch of friends and everybody's dating and then like they're all newer relationships. Like, I don't hide my phone. I don't, there's nothing really in it i'm i'm kind of boring so i leave my phone on the table and then like my at the time my girlfriend's friends would be like what what is what is that what is that thing what is that it's his phone Wait, he leaves it he'll unlock it for me if i want him to you know what, what's in it 
I don't know. I don't ask him to unlock it because if he's not, if he's willing to, there's nothing in there. So they're like, what is, can we see your phone? No. And they all like jump out windows and <laughs> no. So that's, yeah. So again, don't bring up dating because you didn't have to date. You like, fell in love right away and all like ha- happy horse crap. I think my comparison to Embarrass the Giants yeah. worked though. Yeah, I it's hope. fine. But you confused me because I, oh. I didn't expect <laughs> it from you. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, you got to remember with me. The longest committed relationships in my life are are like to the Yankees and the Raiders. So like I don't, and they've been very abusive to me lately. So it was nice to it was nice for the Raiders to take me out on a nice date. It was really nice. It was nice for them to yeah, do that. Yeah, that was nice of them. It was cool. I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, man, and now like honestly, depending upon how this tonight goes, I might we might be get maybe we get two nice like date nights in a row. It'd be be kind of nice. It'd be, be kind of nice if that happened. Um, yeah, it's, the Giants fan, the rest of this year, just enjoy it. Just sit back. There'll be less people at the games, which is nice. Start really watching uh, college football, you know, because it, it, Penix Jr., uh, all the, I mean, listen, May, Williams. Williams, the crying thing still freaks me out. Shador Sanders, come yeah. on. That would be so weird. Can you imagine, can you imagine Shador Sanders? As the Giants' starting quarterback, it would be a New York dream come true for you the media so? members. I think, yeah, I think Sanders is a really good player. I just don't think it's. I think you're you're the majority of your Giants fans. I think are a uh, sorry Giants fan. I don't mean I don't really mean this in a negative way. I think they're a little too stuffy for that. I think they'd be way better with a Caleb Williams or How about a Mike Bo Nix. How about Bo Nix? We're going to have Nicks. sixty NCAA starts by then. Are they even saying that out loud? Sixty? Fifty-six is the record. This guy's going to have sixty. I'm worried about Bo Nix. Too old? I don't know. I think he's got to be in the absolute perfect place. Like, who's... All right, guys, who's Josh Allen this year? Who's the guy that's that's the, the physically gifted, big arm, that when Brian Dable sees him, he's going to go... <gasps> Caleb Williams. Is it really? To me, it's Caleb Williams. Not, yeah. I thought it was Penix. I like when Williams runs in the pocket. It reminds me of Josh Allen because he's a little reckless. But he so fumbles. But he, and Josh Allen <laughs> and Jones fumbled until yeah. until Dable got a hold of him. All right. So Giants fans, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna relax, and then uh, you know we're gonna go get, get some Caleb Williams in your life. And then here you here you go. You're on your way. Giant fan, that's the best thing we can tell you today. After <laughs> actually, the pounding, actually, you know what oh, Giants gosh. fan is doing. Giants fans love it. Can Arch Manning come out this year? <laughs> can, Mullick I, Quinn Ewers, maybe? He might enter three years after high school and go from the super old quarterback, Bo Nix, to the super young quarterback, Quinn Ewers. You can figure out what you want to do. Giant fan, you put your head down and you sleep well thinking about 2024 NFL draft prospects and quarterbacks. Sit down and get the combine ready and then wake up one morning and have a 13 Williams jersey ready to go. Good yeah. night's sleep, LeVac. Oh, good night's sleep. I'd love that. I did. I had, I didn't sleep last night. If oh, we're being no. honest, man. <laughs> I was bouncing off the walls. Uh, so, like, I would say it was probably one thirty, two o'clock when I finally fell asleep last night. Because even that, even the late game, was exciting in its own way. Because I was right again. Um, so what I did, you know, got in the brushed teeth real good, took out my mouthpiece, cleaned it real nice from the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Doctor Fred Dreer, shined it up real nice. It's Turned it horizontal and stuffed it in my mouth, and uh, <laughs> and it kept my kept my airway open. That's what it does. So your sleep apnea is when you stop breathing in your sleep to the point where it affects your heart and your brain and everything else and your ability to get any kind of you know just feeling better, any REM sleep. So 
mouthpiece lets me breathe. Snoring's under control. It's a beautiful thing. And it's so easy that when I finally calmed down last night, boom, out. Woke up this morning about, I think it was about 6.30, 6.45, and uh, pull, just drool. I was drooling. It was bad. But you know what? The drool is always an indicator of good sleep. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It really is for me, at least for me. So I, I was like, yeah, thanks, Dr. Ear. And he didn't hear me because he lives nowhere near me. But uh, I, I am going to go over there, and uh, i got to get some adjustments done on mine. It's it's real simple and easy, and, and you can do it too. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. Play of the day is coming up next. If you like losers, you can go with Gaz. If you want to win, what? Let LeVac spin, baby. Let's go. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz for USX Pest Control. Of course, you know that we are, uh, we're, we're proud members of the Gagne family of brands now. I, it, I feel like if I say that, guys, we sound more official. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we're, we're up there with, you know, Cat's Eye and now USX because the Gagne family of brands. This is the deal. It's simple. It is easy. This time of year, everything that's outside now wants to live inside. And they don't want to pay rent. They just want to eat your stuff. Mice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. The garage. Went in the garage yesterday. Hung up my golf clubs because they're not coming back out this year. They ate. The towel hanging on the golf club. Yeah. It's a it's a detached garage, right? So it's off the side. It's almost like a shed. So like I know I'm never gonna keep everything out of that thing because it's an old nasty garage. It's just for storage. But like, I saw that and I went, I can't wait to show Frank. Can't wait to show USX Pest Control because Frank will say, okay, that's easy. I know what to do instead of me out there yelling in there like like a Tom and Jerry cartoon where I'm the cat, but somehow I can vocalize my anger towards the mouse. That's what it was. That that happened. My neighbors heard that. When all I have to do is go, hey, USX Pest Control, I got a mouse problem over in the garage. I'm like, we got you. With everybody saying, USX Pest Control. Yeah. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Oh. Yeah, this is, I mean, I don't even know, like, do you even want me on this? I mean, if we're being perfectly honest here, like, as far as the play of the day goes, you pretty much know what my play of the day is going to be. I would think you would know what my play of the day is is going to be. It is the uh, Mohawk Chevrolet play of the day. Together, let's ride. Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. This is one of the oddest plays of the day I think we've had in the six months. Six months? Wow, six Sorry. months we've been here. Together, on. let's drive. I'm learning. I'm learning. They changed it on me, and I'm learning. Together, let's drive. Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. I went a little Russell Wilson there. I went I went rogue. It was very good. Thanks. But this one seems the most obvious because we've been leading into it. We've been discussing it. You like the Jets tonight. I like the Chargers tonight. Yeah. That's what you're thinking. And it's not like... It's not like like I just I know I'm right I know that I know the charges are frauds they're absolute frauds uh, as of yesterday I don't know if you got an update on this ninety percent of the public was on the Chargers like if you tell me ninety percent is on one like it's the same thing every time you watch a pregame show and all the same logos go across the screen and they're your team's logo your stomach falls you feel like you're gonna lose because that's what happens when everybody is when everybody's saying chargers you gotta go jets you gotta go when they zig you zag here's what would be the most disappointing part about tonight 
if the streak continues, if LeVac goes to 6-0 and on the LeVac and Gaz versus Wager so far this year, and this incarnation of the show, here's how I would hate for it to go. The Charters are winning the entire game. They're up, I don't know, 20, 24-21 is a little too high. Uh, 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Still too high. That's the final score, if anything. Uh, five minutes to go. Chargers have the ball at their own 30. It's fourth and four. And that crazy, you know what, Brandon Staley, their coach, goes for it on fourth down. They don't get it. The Jets get a tipped pass as a touchdown, and they win. I will take any other scenario where the Chargers would win I'd like the most. But please, for the sports gambling gods out there, do not let me lose this wager on Brandon Staley going forward on fourth down. That's all I ask. Because everything else I've thought about this game for now two and a half weeks stays the same. Herbert can outplay Zach Wilson. Staley needs a big moment. How often can the Jet defense bend but not break? They have been great, but it's still professional sports. This defense can't be this good. This What if they're average tonight? Like What if they let up 21 points tonight? Is that enough? Can Zach Wilson get this offense to 21 points? That's why I've been leading the Chargers the whole time. Oh, by the way, if L.A. does win this game, that puts them right back in the playoff picture. As for the Jets, it's there. It's in front of them. And maybe that point is to why you've been leaning so much on the Jets for this matchup. Because if they do take down L.A., a team you've called overrated, then you start looking. I've called them frauds. Frauds. Then you start looking at the Jet team as a serious contender for the postseason because of how the division's shaking out, how their schedule looks, and more. I got to tell you, looking this thing over, trying to get a little deeper into my, my prognostication. So I believe that the Jets defense can make Justin Herbert look human. They can make him look very average, very pedestrian. That being said, I still need points, right? I still need the Jets to score points. Where are those points coming from? Brees Hall seems like a, like a decent, decent idea. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle a little magic uh, live action dust on an anytime touchdown from Zachariah Wilson. Ooh. I think Zach Wilson maybe a tush push, maybe he's forced to scramble out with some kind of you know Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa coming at him. I think a little Zach Wilson, little Zachariah Wilson, little milf hunter finds the end zone. I have to admit now, is it Zachariah? I don't is think it Zachary? so. I'm pretty sure it's Zachary. Is it just Zach? It's, it's I think it's Zachary, but it's Zachariah when he scores. You know what I'm saying? And when he scores, all the moms say, "Yeah." Sorry. Um, I think I think it's gonna be. Listen, I I really really think that the Chargers are just frauds. Like this is this is some this is twofold. I think the Chargers are frauds, and I think everybody in the Capital Region who can hear our voices right now on Fox Sports Radio. 959980 uh, HD tuner. It's a 1031-2. We're on the iHeartMedia app. Wherever you hear us, you're so close to this that you're just like, there's no way the Jazz can win because Zach Wilson is such a mess. He is not good. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Zach Wilson, you know, is going to go full blown, you know, throw everybody on his back and carry him to the promised land. But he's playing the way they need him to play to win. You have the better, the best unit on the field will be the Jets defense. The worst unit on the field, I don't think it's 100% going to be that Jets offense. I think Brees Hall can play well enough. Garrett Wilson will get the ball and do some things. 
They will they will spoon feed him. Well, Nathaniel Buddy Hackett will spoon feed Zachariah Wilson what he needs to be successful. And meanwhile, Brandon Staley will be over there, and nobody will tell him till halfway through the game. That's not a play sheet. It's the specials at Cheesecake Factory. He doesn't even have – they don't even give him the plays anymore. This this is the Jets all day, buddy. This is J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. While you said the stuff about not being a play sheet, I wondered what if they turn down the down markers? What if they just like don't show them what down it is and just all of a sudden the punt team runs on the field? They don't give a chance. It's Zachary Capono Wilson That's what I have here listed as his full name. What the hell does Capono mean? I'm guessing that's a last name. There was a Jason Capono who played for UCLA, so maybe that's just a last name for relatives. It's my guess. Zachariah, the touchdown scorer, the MILF hunter, the man himself. He's the only. He came here for two reasons: chew bubble gum and score. And he's all out of bubble gum. In case you missed it, this game is so hyped for Levac and I, and even in comparison to the other ones we've made, this is the best one of all of them. Number six is the best because I'm in Survivor. You Bulls. haven't lost yet. Uh, there we go. Well, I haven't won yet. You haven't lost yet. Levac's 5-0 going to this. I mean, you haven't this. lost this one yet. Uh, I've used this as both of my survivor plays in my pools, so those could be gone. And if you missed it earlier in the show, Levac is 2-0 right now with Fantasy versus Reality. Again. Again. He could go 9-0 and the last three weeks. 12-1? I don't know the math now at this point. 11-1 is potentially on the line over the last four weeks. I'm also I've lost I've lost count. I've had one I've had one losing week in fantasy versus reality. Week two, I went one and two. I'm also two and zero oh this week wow. in fantasy versus Good reality. For you. So if Herbert has a big game, I also would go three and zero. Oh. There's the possibility Herbert plays well. The Jets win. I don't like that possibility. I don't want the double three and zero. Oh. I want the Chargers to do this thing. So Levac can buy me Corey's meat. How about the lines coming down to to what? It's three now. It's not three and a half anymore. That doesn't make me feel as good. It shouldn't, especially no, it if ninety percent of the public plus is on the Chargers. That sheer amount of cash alone should make the number go up to entice everyone to go to the Jets. Normally, what it means when there's that many people on one side and the number moves in the direction of the other team is whales. Big money is coming in on the other team. Or Vegas is so confident that they are on the right side of this one, they move the line anyway just to just to get an avalanche going. The, Vegas needs the Jets tonight. I prefer to be on the side of the people who built a city in a desert that is one of the biggest tourist attractions in the world than a bunch of people who happen to sign in to FanDuel or DraftKings this week. Okay, let me let me let me roll with the the Vinnies and the fishes of the world. I'm J E T S Jets Jets Jets. That's where I'm at. And you, you and uh, you and the the unwashed masses can root for the frauds, the the Los Angeles super frauds. Find out tonight who wins this game. It should be a really good game coming up between the Jets and the Chargers. If you missed of any of today's show, Apple, Spotify, more. I'm fired up. Apples, the- peaches, pumpkins, pies. Whoever's not ready. Holler eye. That's where you can get the show. Also, one more time on the programming note, we mentioned the top four for Syracuse basketball tips off tonight. You can hear that action. Tonight? Tonight. Yes, tonight. Huh. You can hear that action on our sister station, WGY. With who who scores more? Syracuse uh, men's basketball or the, the football team? 
Yes. Who puts more points on the board? I was going to say one individual player is now at that point. Mm. They score 14 compared to how bad the Orange have been. My gosh. Uh, we will have Syracuse basketball on Friday. Oh. So Friday is when you can hear it. We have a big slate of things coming up on our Friday show. Does that mean I can be off Friday? No. A little, not. A little cheating on the weekend? I can get after it a little bit? We'll have the debut of the Adrian Autry Coaches Show following us Woo! on Wednesday. Did I say Friday? You did say Friday. Wednesday, excuse me. I think I said I meant Wednesday. Wednesday. Listen, if you don't know what day it is, I can do whatever I want. That's all there is to <laughs> we it. We just had it last week. Syracuse football was on Friday. That's what threw me off there. No, oh, whatever. I mean, you're just making stuff up now. I'm just telling you. I feel good tonight. I feel good. If this if this goes down my way, unbearable. Unbearable. <laughs> you guys don't even want to know. That would put me that you know, I'm not touching the money. But I'm saying that would that would put me in a ridiculous number this this season. I was talking about this earlier today with my buddy Mike Court over at, uh, at Tech East over at the Firebirds office, and I went, if I just bet, if I just bet my favorite plays, the three, the the fantasy versus reality plays, I'd be up two grand by now. And he looked at me and goes, and? I go, I bet everything. I bet all the things. I bet hockey. I don't know hockey. I'm betting the stupid in-season NBA tournament, which makes less and less sense every freaking day. These, these are the things I'm doing. So you know what? I'm I'm playing with house money, so it's still mildly responsible. But when I look at the numbers the way they should be, I just just keep uh, keep hearing like random voices. You don't have to bet every game, and then me yelling back, "Yes, I do! Yes, I do! I have to bet them all." Uh, no more though. Um, oh, you want to? You know what? What do you want? Uh, you got multiple things written down for me here. What do you want me to do? I want you to tell us about our friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet, Levac. Oh, truck season is what you want to talk about. That sounds great to me. I would love to tell you about truck season over at Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, it's that time of year. You got uh, football tailgating. You got to upgrade your truck over at Mohawk Chevrolet. The Silverados are lined up. It used to be truck month. Now, Silverados are so awesome to get a season. You know, that's what I'm about right there. The new incentives and financing options are too many to mention here. So what you got to do is visit MohawkChevrolet.com. Do some research. Check out the Equinoxes, the Traverses, all the great vehicles, the Silverados, which are lined up for days. Uh, you know, maybe maybe just click over into the staff and, and take a peek at that beautiful man, General Manager Travis Horn, so you know who to look for when you walk in and go, I'm ready. I want one of those 2023 Silverados Levax always going on about. It's one of his favorite plays of ever, of all the things. Folks, it is truck season. So, if you've been waiting and wanting to get into a 2023 Silverado, do it now. The time is now. Visit Mohawk Chevrolet, exit 12 off the Northway, and take advantage of the incentives and financing that they're offering today. Let Mohawk Chevrolet help you as together, let's drive. And remember that Mohawk Chevrolet always goes out of their way to please you. Um, what did you say was next? Covino and Rich? Covino and Rich is next. Enjoy Monday? the Monday. Tomorrow's election day. All right, and then I'll win another wager tonight during Monday Night Football. Very excited. Love that. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face.